0: Hi, welcome to Nutra champion a podcast series where we speak with experts specialising in nutrition research, including scientists, doctors and policy makers. Here, we will find out more about their research journey, their career and even some personal life lessons. I'm Ting Ming, the editor of Nutra ingredients Asia and your host for this podcast. You can listen to our past episodes on Spotify, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Hi everyone, welcome back to Nutra champion a podcast brought to you by Nutra ingredients Asia. So it is now November, towards the end of the year already, and I'm honoured to be joined by our very first guest from Indonesia, Dr. Luciana Sutanto, the President of Indonesian Nutrition Association on this podcast. Dr. Luciana is a Clinical Nutrition Specialist by Profession at the Mitra Kemarioran, Hospital, and she is also a lecturer at the Krida Wachana Christian University and a part-time lecturer at the Diponegoro University. So Dr. Luciana, you might not know this, but so far uh, we have guests from Malaysia, from Thailand, Philippines, Singapore, from the Southeast Asia region for this podcast and and you are our first guest from Indonesia so I'm really looking forward to speaking with you to learn from you about the health and nutrition scene in Indonesia yeah so so how have you been how's everything for for you at the moment
1: Mm. thank you I'm good and thank you for inviting me to your um, podcast so i i you know
0: i have been looking through some of your social media i i, I see that you're very active on the social media you have put up a lot of um, uh, webinars like videos educating people on different health topics such as obesity, identifying the good and bad fats, diabetes, and some of these talks, right, they are held in conjunction with companies such as the Calbee Nutritionist and even Subway as well. So, uh, to you know, I, I, I would like to start off by finding out more of your recent projects. So how did this collaboration, how did this partnership with all, with all these companies, how did these talks come about?
1: I started to form a partnership after they invited me to review their product, give lecture in seminars, and sharing information in social media. I saw the seriousness of this private sector, sharing education regarding nutrition knowledge to support their product. Uh, So I had the motivation to share accurate and trusted nutrition knowledge information. So it's like the companies they come to you, right? And Mm -hmm. and then what are the aims and the goals behind the partnership? They want to educate uh, about their product the first. But of course, I Mm. um, I support that I support this project. If I can share the the right knowledge because I don't want to mislead uh, the information.
0: Sure sure indeed indeed. You you have mentioned earlier on right uh, you, you mentioned that uh, you have a new project right new project which is you know coming out with the videos and all that to educate the public. Right. Can can you
1: share more about the, the project? Uh, actually this is a, um, a business education for people who wants to know how to eat well. How to eat when they are sick, and included the uh, preg- in pregnancy and how to take care, giving nutrition for the children. And this uh, this project is uh, giving consultation in one team, me, uh, me and my friend, clinical nutrition doctor, and uh, a dietitian, and also the nurse. We uh, not only give. Uh, Education like meal plan and. Uh, educate how to choose the food and how how to eat well, but also we uh, we assess what they eat like a nutrition analysis uh, daily and then we give report. Give we give report uh, how they eat in a week, and we give report after the uh, the project is finished. I see, I see.
0: So this is to help people to eat better, right? When did you launch this business?
1: Uh, Since pandemic, because at that time, uh, I worried to go to hospital. And also in hospital, there are so many people sick and they limited the people who come. And also patients didn't go to hospital easily, yeah. Uh, They're also afraid of the uh, infection, uh, spread, uh, spreading infection. So the patient, no need to go to hospital, but we, we serve uh, online. Yes, yes. So the uh, patients, they can come
0: online to consult you mm. on some of the mm. meal plans, diet plans, Right, right. Um, mm mm-hmm. and then, at the same time, you all also have uh, short videos like to educate people on the meals, right? This is like for the general public. they can watch it on uh, instagram that's right. right I see I see. So based on your interactions with the with the uh, with the public, with the people that you work with, what are the top three? pressing health concerns among Indonesian, uh, among the Indonesian population.
1: Yes, um, actually, um, government stated there are four nutritional problems. Lack of energy and protein intake, iodine deficiency disorders, anemia and vitamin E deficiency. But I have additional concern Obesity and nutrition hooks because uh, obesity has a big impact on metabolic disease, and not only appearance and psychological problems, but uh, obesity hit all ages. And nowadays, uh, especially also in Indonesia, yeah, uh, started to uh, people started to think obesity is normal. This is due to the increasing prevalence of obesity. that's why I'm trying to share knowledge about obesity and how to avoid it. I also have growing concerns in the numerous hoax posted on the internet. And my aim is to oppose the fake information with more accurate and scientific
0: data. Wow, one one statement that you mentioned just now hit me. You said that you know people think that obesity is normal yes. because so many people are obese. Yes.
1: Wow, um, in uh, around thirty five more percent uh, in Indonesia, overweight and obesity, the prevalence, and in women, uh 45 percent so you can imagine one if there is two uh, girls meet one is overweight or obesity wow this is quite a
0: serious uh serious situation right so uh, why why is this the case you know like what could have led to this kind of situation
1: uh maybe because um it's very easy to get food now and cheaper compared to years before. And uh, low activity, especially during pandemic. Everybody has to be at home, but they don't realize that at home means that they have to do sport or uh, increase their activity, physical activity. But they stay at home, rest and sit and watch TV and uh less active, less physical activity. But um, among of, uh, uh among of those uh, things, maybe the most important is about knowledge and education about uh, health and uh, especially obesity and uh, eating habit.
0: Indeed, it starts from the diet, starts from what we put in our uh, in yeah. our Meals in our diet every day, right? Yeah. So, um, what do you think could be done, uh? You know, from the industry or from the policy makers or from nutrition research to address this kind of
1: concerns? The experts, uh, give information in social media, and also government also already, uh, published the uh, infographic because infographic is easier to be caught. By uh, public, yeah, and also the uh, company also have to follow the rule uh, how they uh, how they uh, do the marketing. One of the things that you mentioned
0: is about fake information online. Mm. Could you give some examples? Like what what sort of fake information are you seeing? Yes. Uh,
1: for example, uh, eating this food will reduce your weight but they don't explain uh, about the the whole meal plan for this person. You have to know uh, how much you have to eat. You also have to calculate your activity, your physical activity. But they only mention that this food can make you uh, uh, slimmer. There are many, many information like that.
0: I see. Is it mainly about food or? how about supplements do you see companies saying that oh you eat these supplements and you can become slimmer uh, do you do you see also also okay <laughs> yeah <I> so <saw> it <laughs> okay so it's very common But the the the, the issue is that uh, is there any scientific evidence to prove it right to show that it, it really is the case all right all right yeah um so uh could you share more about maybe the upcoming projects like for your business this business venture right what are some of the new new projects that you all might have to you know to continue to educate the public
1: as a lecturer we have responsibility the three pillars of higher education included education, research, and community services. I work with my students to do research and mm-hmm. also have uh, some companies to do research uh, with them. I see, I see. Okay, interesting, interesting. So how
0: did you enter into the area of nutrition research in the first place? Is this something that you always wanted to do since you were a, a, a kid?
1: No. <laughs> Research is very uh, scientific for me when I was a kid. And because I, as a lecturer, I have to do research for me, uh, myself, and with the students. So I started to interest, uh, interested in uh, research. And this is very good because I hope I can uh, support the science uh, with uh, the research that we we do, uh, even though the research is not always sophisticated, but some uh, uh, simple research will give the information for uh, for people and for community. Based on your experience,
0: do you think that clinical nutrition is a well-supported field in Indonesia? What, what are some of the challenges that you have uh, come across?
1: In all my years as a clinical nutrition doctor, I have faced uh, numerous challenges. For example, when I take care of patients or people who are reluctant in accepting the right uh, nutrition knowledge and are interested in, in the fake and unreliable information on the internet,
0: so it's about the communication. Sometimes the patients, they they can
1: be quite stubborn. They can be quite stubborn. <laughs> <Yeah>. mm. <laughs> okay. Because they got information, wrong information, first before meet the doctor. Yes, indeed, the, indeed. The, okay, so uh,
0: what are some examples of, like, the common wrong information
1: that they have? When I say that um, uh, eating regularly is good for your blood glucose and your uh, stomach they say that oh i want to skip some food because i i want to reduce the calorie intake and it's not easy to tell them the right thing is you have to eat properly it's not easy to persuade i think
0: because to them right it doesn't make sense they will think that the lesser i eat
1: The slimmer I can become. Yeah, actually the metabolism uh, doesn't go like that. We also, in INA, Indonesian Nutrition Association, we have um, an annual meeting, international uh, seminar. So we still going on with that, and we are now preparing for the uh, 2023 uh, International Symposium. And also some workshops. Interesting,
0: interesting. Yes, this is um the, the international symposium it is to help people to come together to is it to interact mm-hmm. to exchange their ideas.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. but uh, but this years we only uh, we only ha- help for uh, online, but next year we we will start to make. Uh, offline so people can come and meet each other and share the knowledge of nutrition I see. and we have a lot of uh, international overseas uh, speakers from uh, many countries from america from the uh, spain malaysia also we also have from australia yeah and they came every year to support this meeting you know you have a lot of different
0: responsibilities like you know during the introduction we already know that you you teach and you also work in the hospital as the uh, clinical nutritionist specialist and actually in fact you are also a uh, part of the commissioner board member of your uh, of this Gladio Mothers and Child's Hospital which is actually a family business right, uh, could you share how do you juggle between the different responsibilities because you know the, the places that you work at, some of them are at Jakarta, some of them are at uh, Central, Java, so how how do you uh, juggle your
1: responsibilities <laughs> Yes I was the uh, the CEO but Now I'm a corporate commissioner board member of the, of Mothers and Child Hospital. Yeah, I find myself less busy. So the juggles between my commitment are not too heavy (laughs) like before. Mm, My abundance of three time can be due to the fact that I have been incorporated with a very excellent team whom I found to be very resourceful, extremely cooperative, and very hardworking. I owe my gratitude to my team for supporting and helping me in my work. Indeed, yeah. indeed. And you also run the World Nutrition
0: Journal. You are the editor in chief of this journal, right? Mm-hmm. So I think this is a uh, I think this is a bi biannual. Like uh, you all will publish uh,
1: the journals every six months is it yes mm-hmm. uh the journal is under uh, ina
0: mm-hmm.
1: i just uh, i just be the editor in chief not very long ago because my senior passed away yeah then uh we and it's going well because the team uh, is also very good yeah thank you very much for taking the time uh, to speak with me
0: on this podcast you know to you know through this podcast i get to know more about the top health concerns in in indonesia you know like obesity is really one of the one of the pressing issues right like you mentioned one one in two women they are obese this is really a very uh, serious issue I, I guess you have a lot of work to do as well to, to educate the public right also, thank you, Tingmin, for inviting me to this uh, podcast. To like this podcast, you can subscribe to Neutral Champion on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. You can also head to ingredients asiacom for more content and news on the nutrition industry.